Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, only tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW. Podeskew Podcast is a founding member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Hey! Today a podcast is cute! We're going to be talking about nerdy things! <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons! Dragons! And Dungeons! And Ladies in the Dungeons! And the last Star Wars movies and Dragons! And we're going to also talk about nerdy things! Nerdier things! Like Princess Leia in her slave costume! Christmas, motherfuckers! Here's a present from Potaskew. Now I have a machine gun. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> we we decided in the spirit of Christmas that we were going to um give you guys a Christmas present. So here we are with the second place finisher of last year's non uh, non Christmas Christmas movie debate. Uh, die Hard, and to help us do it, since he was there for the debate, we brought Logo Mike back. What's going on, buddy? Yo, yo, yo. You seem pretty sour about saying that Die Hard came in second last year. Yeah, he's, it, he's still pretty bitter about it. Yeah, man. And I actually... For, I was gunning for Die Hard to be number one, but, you know, it had yeah, to be but, fair, man. We had to, we had to give it to Batman Returns. Was, no, no, we, we didn't have Christmas, to. Christmas, Christmas movie. Yeah. And actually, it's funny, you you missed it, but our last get vocal, we debated it live, and in the first, like, five minutes, everybody was like, okay, because rem- we were going to do the same four movies, and Mark was like, no, 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 if Batman's already won, it doesn't get to be in the debate still. So, we took we took Batman out of the debate and replaced it with Edward Sc- Scissorhands, and Die Hard won in, like, 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, I, I agree with that. As much as I love Edward Scissorhands, yeah, Die Hard is. I mean, Die Hard is like one of my favorite movies of all time. Period. So right, yeah. right. So, but uh, so I thought we'd have some fun, and uh, we're all just gonna sit back. We're gonna watch the movie. It's the first time we've had a guest on commentary. I'm pretty certain. So that'll be interesting, and uh, we'll uh, we'll get this thing going. So uh, everyone, Rico and I are watching on HBO Max. Uh, Logo Mike's using his DVD copy, so whatever you guys want to use to watch it, uh, get it in, turn your volume down, turn your subtitles on, cue it up to about the 20th Century Fox has just hit the screen. The 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 best way I can give you an, a description is the far right light is at about a 45 degree angle, and you know, <laughs> I, I know what you want me to tell you, I don't know. If you're um, on HBO Max, it's 38 second yes. mark. Yes, if you're you're on HBO Max, it's the 38 second mark, and I don't know. Can you give a DVD count there, Logo Mike? Can you tell us what the second the time is without fucking up your thing here? Uh, four second mark on the four, 20th. So if you're on if you're on DVD, it's the four second mark. So there you go. So um, cue if it up. On Blu-ray, we can't fucking help you. It's probably four seconds. It's probably the same, honestly. I'll I'll, I'll be I'll take the hit on that. 1984. 
yeah. If it's if it's if I'm wrong, I'll take the hit on that. But I'm pretty sure it's the same. So, okay, we are going to start the movie in three, two, one. All right, drum roll. And we're all fanfare playing. Yeah, that's some descriptive closed captioning. What was it when we were watching Rico? We were like, "What the fuck?" There's like, well, you you had the problem. I had it, but you didn't have it, right? No, it was it was Hook. We're watching Hook, and it like didn't describe jack shit on but, yours, like, right? You, no, no, yeah. because you were watching it on like something else, and I I had the DVD, right? And whoever did the fucking D, uh, the uh, captions and subtitles for the DVD of Hook was just clearly did not was not giving a fuck just dial it in yeah. <laughs> phone it in um right away you see john mcclain's hands clutching on the uh the seat on, on the seat right there he's a scared guy he's not your everyday uh hero he's an everyday man you know and he's about you know to, uh, have his life changed on christmas eve <laughs> you know who could play that guy now um i just blanked on his name Commissioner Gordon from the the Nolan series. Gary Oldman. Yeah, that he looks like a Gary Oldman. Be a crazy cameo, wouldn't it? Why not? Fist with your toes. Fist because with your Gary toes. Gary Oldman looks more like he's the lost Gruber brother. Yeah, he does. Well, who is the who is the big bad in the? Uh, it's a good day that I heart or whatever. That bullshit one in Russia. I never saw the Russian one. I heard it was I, terrible. It was really bad. I only saw the one time and I forgot. That's how <laughs> fucking memorable it was. Back when cops could carry guns on planes. Hell, civilians could carry guns on planes back then. There was one Die Hard movie where it was like, it, it, the script came out and it wasn't a Die Hard movie. And they just uh, kind of transformed it into a Die Hard movie. I think movie. it's that one. Honestly. Well, Mike. Actually, to be fair, I think it was most of them. Most of them started out as something else. Like, Die Hard with a Vengeance was a movie called Simon Says. And they just mm. said, well, fuck, let's just throw John McClane in this and, and and beef it up a little bit. And tie it so. to Hans Gruber somehow. Yeah. So. Spoiler alert. Well, yeah. <laughs> hey, if you haven't seen uh, Die Hard with a Vengeance now, then come on now. If you uh, haven't seen so this by now. That, that's the other thing we'll say. If you haven't seen this movie before, why the fuck are you watching it with us? Like, don't <laughs> do that. <laughs> You need to watch this movie at least 500 times and then uh, watch it with us. No, I don't know. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. That's a lot of time. I don't know about 500. 500 is a little excessive, don't you think? (laughs) A little bit. But I think that's where I'm at with uh, the the amount of times I've seen this movie. Well, yeah, I've seen it quite a few times myself, but... I wish I had like a a clicker for every time I've seen like a specific movie just so I would... (laughs) How many times I've seen it? Because this is probably this movie, uh, probably Holy Grail. Yeah, those two movies are probably the two movies I've seen the most. Hey, look, it's Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, right. Oh, good call, Ellis. You know, Mike, we're actually talking about doing a uh, a a Holy Grail commentary. So, oh wow, sign me up. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I don't, do that. I don't know if I'm correct about this, but I'm pretty sure Bonnie Bedelia is like the aunt of the Culkin family, like Macaulay Culkin and shit. Is that is that like the, the, wife? the wife? Really? Yeah. 
Let's see. I'll take your word for it. Can we also point out the fact that this is a pseudo Christmas movie and her name is Holly? Well, that's another Please? just another. Michael Kamen did the music. Check that shit out. I don't think I realized that. Uh, her IMDb does not say, Rico, whether she is related to them or not. Oh, wait. No, here we go. Yep. She is the aunt of Macaulay, Kieran, and Rory Culkin. Yeah. There you go. So there you go. And look, there's young-ass Mary Elizabeth Weinstead. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. And who's the guy who played the son in in the Russian one? Uh, like, that was that's um Captain Boomerang from fucking Suicide Squad. Ah, Jai Courtney, I think his name is. To be fair, he does look like a could be the offspring of of Bruce Willis, but it just was it was just a bad movie. I swear they they made that movie for the sole purpose of of having the tagline be Yippee Kaye Mother Russia. That's the only reason I could think of. Probably, <laughs> probably. Yippee Mother Russia. That was the slogan of it. Didn't I? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. God. Back when Bruce had hair. Right? Yeah, no plugs. No plugs. Jealous. I'm that's that's when you know you're going bald at a young age, when you're jealous of Bruce Willis in Die Hard for having a full head of hair. <laughs> I, I look more like Bruce Willis now than I did. Ever because I, you know, I don't think I actually ever had a full head of hair to that extent. Well, be happy you can pull it off, Rico. Thank you, sir. Yeah, Argyle. Hello, I love Argyle. Okay, Love here's another here's another Christmas connection. My stepfather Maxwell, his family. I don't know if it's a North Carolina thing or it's just his Maxwell family tradition. Every Christmas they give out Argyle socks. So every time I watch this during Christmas area, I'm like, I'm, it's just socks to me. Because I always get fucking Argyle socks during the holidays. I'm probably going to get a couple pairs tomorrow or the day after. Argyle socks are pretty much my go-to sock of choice. Oh. I'm not a I'm not a white sock kind of guy. Black socks for me. Just black. Yeah, black. I, I'm both. Black ankle socks? What's that? Black ankle socks? Depends on what I'm wearing. Okay. Yeah. When I'm wearing my boots for work, it's usually uh, not knee high, but like, you know, higher up calf socks. I don't know what you call them, but yeah. So. Gonna start wearing some knee high socks now. It's starting to get a little cold out here in yeah, the East man. Coast. Yeah, Fuck the snow. Uh, oh, I love snow. You're crazy. Fuck the snow. Dude, Argyle is getting very close to getting punched in the face. Like he, this is the most to- talkative limo driver ever. <laughs> and Bruce and John is like flat out saying, "Like, just drive the car, man." It's just like, yeah. "No, man, what? She beat you up?" It's like, dude, you're about to get knocked the fuck out. Yeah, but he <laughs> helps. He helps save the day, you know. So yeah, but he doesn't know that. Like he just now is just a douchebag driver. This is just Uber. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, it's also because he's sitting. It's also because oh, John Bond, the DP. Look at that, Rico. I literally read the executive producer is Charles Grodin and not Charles Gordon. I'm I. Uh. Hangovers will kill you. Oh man. <laughs> uh. 
Yeah, I, I'm right now. I'm John McClane in Die Hard Three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, so I I know I've said this before. This was based on a novel, but this is in a roundabout way an unconventional sequel to a Frank Sinatra movie. Sinatra made a movie called The Detective, and then the author took that same character of John McClane, but he was named Joe Leland back then. Or I don't know which is I don't know the original name, but they they changed the fucking name, and then had him do the whole Nakatomi Plaza thing. So in a roundabout way, John McClane is or Bruce Willis is a sequel to Sinatra in in this weird kind of film fucking way of doing this. It's always got to be about Sinatra, doesn't it? I think we you know talked what? about this before, but Sinatra was supposed to play John McClane. Yeah, the, he was originally offered, and they were like, "Wait a minute! Like, no offense, <laughs> but you're yeah. you're fucking sixty eight years old, and you know, come on, buddy." And apparently, so, they announced that Bruce Willis was playing John McClane. A lot of people laughed at the fact that he would be uh, taken as a serious actor because at the time he was in Moonlighting, and he was more of like a comedic actor and a TV person. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Well, and so I think like the early, it's the kind of renditions of the, uh, the the poster art for the movie. He wasn't featured on on the poster because people saw it. I think they did like a like a first version draft of the poster, and they had John McClane on it. And like like I said before, people were laughing at it because they're like, "This guy, he's not no tough guy." So they took him off the poster altogether. And I think they just had the building, and like that was it. Um, but yeah. It was like a marketing thing, a marketing decision to take him off the poster because people wouldn't take him seriously as a as a dramatic actor. Well, the same kind of thing happened with um, uh, Michael Keaton when he was doing Batman. You know, what, they weren't taking him seriously because he was just, you know, he was Mr. Mom. You know, so. And then they had they had to release like a two minute trailer of footage with no music to show like him in the suit, and everyone yeah. like shut the fuck up. <laughs> So this is where he gets the first big slap in the face where he finds out his wife's listed under her maiden name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We kind of glossed over that, but, you know. I also noticed the fact that she's been out here for six months and she's already got a pretty high-ranking position in in her field. No, I think she That's got hired impressive. She got hired for that position, if I understood it correctly. Like, she came out to that position. Damn. So... Yeah. Holly Gennaro is pretty proficient at her job, is what yeah. we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. So was she working in New York and then her business moved out west and she had to move with them, or is this a completely different job that she applied for that was out west? I think I think it was a completely different job, but I don't know that she applied as much as it sounded like they headhunted her. They came to her and were like, Hey, she- Whoever yeah. fucking headhunted her like needs to be fired because they fucking she, she got a really great position in a really fucking awful fucking situation. Well, he can't plan for that. I mean, come on now. California. One drink, he's like, what the fuck is this bullshit? <laughs> yeah. Cranberry juice? He's probably like, what the fuck? You know, Rico, we say it all the time, but it's another one of those instances where I wish we could hear the music, because it's important, you know? Yeah. Music is very important in this in this movie. 
We say it all the time, though, because we miss great scores or great songs, you know, and... Yeah, yeah we, we choose movies that, like, are scored by, like, John Williams and shit. We're like, God damn it, or Danny Elfman. We're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> Mike, are you and I pretty much in sync? Because you can see my screen. Yeah. Okay, cool. Like, then we're like all in like sync, because Rico and I are... Like yeah, Rico and I are 100% in sync. I can... If anything, we're a half a second apart, so... Yeah, same. <laughs> And We're that might just be boy band. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, oh. I think the delay is honestly on the part of Skype, not the not the timing. <laughs> uh-huh. I love how the caption says Ellis sniffs. Yeah. Yeah. Did it say that too? Uh, yeah, mine did it. Mine mine said that. So the closest captioning I have on is actually playing through the DVD itself. It's not playing through my uh television right it would it, well yeah it would be it would be feeding off the subtitles on the disc yeah yeah but no i actually like hand selected it from the uh the dvd menu rather than going to like my tv remote and um no that's how you would have to do it for a dvd i don't think it would work turning on the closed captioning on the tv really yeah that only works on live television okay yeah that makes sense yeah not right, live can we point like, out like how the boss is just super laid back with the fact that clearly Ellis has just done cocaine in the office. Like, eh, fuck yeah. It. yeah, it's like it's all right. It's Christmas. Fuck yeah, it. It's Christmas. It's the eighties. It's California. Do cocaine, no problem. Yeah. Ellis brings in the uh, the big uh, the big clients. Yeah, he's a pimp. He's a pimp. <laughs> He gives them a fucking, you know, a, a free taste, and then he's like, you got to join this fucking plaza, man. It's awesome. Like, you got to join my corporation. I don't know. I don't know who the bigger scumbag in this film is, Ellis or the reporter. Ellis. Ellis. Now, that reporter's yeah. pretty shitty. I mean, let's be real. <sighs> yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So Honestly, <laughs> well, it's just a blonder version of the other, or a redhead version of the other, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, yeah. See, I always I mean, know him. I always call him Peck because that's who he plays in Ghostbusters. Yeah, that man has no dick. Yeah, but that's the only that's the only way I know him, unfortunately. So, you know, I saw another fucking movie the other day, and it was bizarre as shit. And it was called Ricochet. Never heard of it, but I remember seeing it when I was like two or three. And it, like, I've heard of it. Of... Yeah. So it's Same Denzel. Oh, mm-hmm. Denzel. Yeah, it's Denzel and John Lithgow. And weirdly enough, one of the reporters in Die Hard, so the, the woman in Die Hard, who's like the other co-anchor, maybe okay. in Die Hard too. I don't remember which one. It's one of the fucking movies. Is the same reporter that is featured in Ricochet. So they're like they're trying to like build up a Die Hard universe with this movie Ricochet and Ricochet, I guess did not do as well. Mm. And so they just kind of dropped the whole concept, but it was weird. I'm like, I fucking wait, what the, what was it? The same actress who was the mom in Goonies. I forget her name. Um, who plays the news anchor and in this diehard. And then she was in lethal weapon. She was like a psychologist or whatever, or psychiatrist. Um, Maybe. God, was that the same woman? I didn't realize that. I have the yeah. cast up. Do we know her name? Not. Do we know either her name or the character's name? 
Camille Wallace, I think her name is in uh, Die Hard. I mean, it's, it's it's not that huge of a deal. I was just it was weird how I stumbled upon that in trivia on one movie, and I'm like, wait, who the fuck? No, but it'd be so, interesting to look. That's all. I was just curious. I see. So is Ricochet good? I've never seen it. I mean, it's Denzel, so and Jen Jones. John Lithgow is great in it, um, and Denzel is good. It's all about, wait, is her name Mary Ellen Trainer? Is that who I'm thinking of? No Hang idea. Um, yeah, you're right. It's the woman who plays Mrs. Walsh, and she plays Gail Wallens. She's also well, the police psychiatrist in Lethal Weapon. Right. Uh, two, I think, specifically, is how they have her build. But let me see if she was in Ricochet. And R.I.P. to her. I think she passed away about three or four years ago. Really? Yeah. yeah. So she plays Gail Wallens in Ricochet. So there All you right. go. There's you, your connection. You ready well, for? She has the same name. Yeah, Gail Wallens. Yeah. You ready so for? She you... did die in 2015. Yeah. There's another weird connection. Apparently, James, one of the actors in this, one of the one of the henchmen. I mean, who was in this? Is Vigo from Ghostbusters 2. Oh, really? Yeah. Did not know that. Yeah, yeah. All yeah. right. We, we are getting ready for the cinematic film debut of Alan fucking Rickman. Yeah, man. Yeah, for, and I said this to you a couple weeks or a couple episodes back, I think, Rico. Like, I didn't realize, like, for years, I didn't put together that Hans Gruber and the guy from like Dogma or Galaxy Quest were the same guy. You you didn't put put the fact that Alan Rickman was I didn't, in other movies? I didn't know no 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 but I didn't realize it was the one and the same person. I didn't know his name back then. Uh, okay. You know what I mean? Like I didn't know who he was. I just you know I knew he was a British guy that looked kinda interesting. And Hans I think it's you know, Hans is I think the only time I've ever seen him with a beard. Sheriff of Nottingham. Yes, you're uh, right. You're right. Okay, so those are the only two times. But even then, I didn't realize... And that's another one. I didn't realize he he and Hans were the same person. Like, I really didn't. Uh, I mean, he will always be Snape to me, so that yeah. was sort of my catalyst connection, was like, oh my god, Snape. See, I think for me, he's either always going to be Hans or um, Metatron. Uh, he's always Hans in my in my book. Well, that makes sense. Hans, Bobby. Yeah, right there. The guy that I know. Yeah, yeah I think the guy that dies. I think that's that's well, Vigo. <laughs> what? They the all die. Well, I know, but I think he's the he's the one that McLean tries to steal his shoes. He's the guy who's uh, the Vigo. Yeah, I like how. Like the majority of of the of the terrorists are like Europeans, and oh, Hans is German, and he's you know evil and everything. But then you find out that Bruce Willis was actually born in Germany. <laughs> kind of <laughs> makes me laugh. Yeah, that is funny. I just actually saw that fact today. Well, and uh, Rico, share that fact with Mike that I already knew, but that you shared earlier. Oh, the Nakatomi. Yeah. So, the fictional Nakatomi Plaza is the headquarters of 20th Century Fox. The company charged itself rent for the use of the 
then unfinished building. Right. That's nuts to me. Yeah. But I, you know, CJ was like, no, it's pretty common. Like, banks do that shit. But I'm like, yeah, but that is the most Hollywood thing ever, to fucking pay themselves rent for a fucking, <laughs> you know? That's Hollywood, baby. Yep, yeah. Well, I think I think it delayed... Um, it delayed construction for like six months or something. So... There he is. Rico, how close are you to the Nakatomi building? Oh, I'm in uh, eight hours or oh. so. Yeah, I'm I'm in uh, San Francisco Bay Area and Nakatomi's, oh. you know, Southern California, Hollywood. Yeah, right there, uh, Mike. I'm pretty sure that's Vigo. Really? Yeah. If we if we see a subtitle that says James and then someone's speaking, that's who it is. The the character he plays is James. All right. For the record, I have tried this, the making fucking fists with your toes, and yeah. it's not as good as a cup of coffee or a fucking cigarette. I'm sorry. It's just not. It's kind of weird how they gave that the gave you know that plot point as the reason for him uh, not having shoes. Being- <laughs> Not having any shoes, yeah. I mean, it could have just been like him just coming out of the shower. He just got dressed or something like that. And you forgot to put his socks and shoes on. Yeah, this is why you never take advice from your passenger on your flight. Like, <laughs> I wish they would have brought that guy back for like one of the sequels, you know, just kind of like threw him in somehow. <laughs> give him, no, give him another that? No. Did you see the stuff? Look at McLean's right arm if they show it again. It looks like he's got an injury already. He's got a scar. Is yeah. that what it is? Yeah. Here's what I imagine if McLean contacted Argyle again. He's like, Argyle, we got to do something, man. Like, we got we got to get... He's like, and Argyle's like, click. No, motherfucker. Like, I am not going through this bullshit again every Christmas. <laughs> I would like to have seen Argyle make another appearance, though, because, I mean, uh, Carl shows up again. Mm-hmm. Al. Al Pal, I think is his name. Yeah, Al, Al Pal, yeah. I always call him Carl, because it's fucking Carl Winslow. Who right. the fuck is Carl? Yeah, who the fuck is Carl? I swear that looks just like Danny Aiello. I didn't get a good look. The guy, The guy in blue with the long hair, it looked just like Danny Aiello. I don't know, maybe he was Actually, there he is. That's he him was... there. See that's him right Vigo, up? Yeah. That's Vigo. There yeah. you go. I don't think that guy has any lines in this movie, though. He has like four lines in Ghostbusters. <laughs> well, upgrade. My point is he's not exactly there for his uh, stunning so act- his... acting ability. A ponytail, too. Yeah. Well, this movie is... I mean, this movie is only a year before Ghostbusters, so. Whoa. Yeah. Not, I don't remember there being a whole lot of other nudity in the other, I mean, apart from fucking the dude from Shawshank with his fucking martial arts pose in the second one, but 
Not a whole lot of female nudity Mm-mm. in the franchise. No, no. That might be the only instance, actually, minus the very last one because I've never seen it. But yeah, plus the uh, the Playboy pictures. Ah, well, right, right. True. Well, because they went the PG thirteen route in the fourth one, and you know, did they? Was the fourth one PG thirteen? <laughs> yeah, they only kept. You notice there's only one fuck. I mean, I think they did release like an unrated version, but theatrically it was PG thirteen, which is why, like, even when Kevin Smith was talking about it, he was just like, "Hey, you can't put so many fucks." He's like, "What? What? Why? It's Die Hard." Like, no, no, we're saving our fuck for like the line. You only have one fuck in a, in a PG thirteen movie. Is that what you're saying? Two. That's you actually get two. It's normally one, but, like, you could still have a PG movie with the word fuck, like uh, Beetlejuice, but that's more rare. Well, and that's also different. The rules change from the time now till the time they, when they were doing Beetlejuice, so. Yeah, the, they, they actually made PG-13 as a rating to kind of right. middle ground. But right, There's a couple that's of what, Doom yeah. that did all that. I guess it depends on how you're using it. Beetlejuice, he uses, it in, he uses it in like comedic way, you know, nice fucking model. And yeah. then he grabs his dick. <laughs> uh-huh. But if you're saying, like, go fuck yourself or something like that, yeah, it's probably... I mean, yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker, that's not... I mean, it's, it's a funny line. <laughs> yeah, that's comedic, yeah, definitely. That was actually a throwaway, too, apparently. Yeah, I'd, I'd heard that. But they decided to keep it. Bruce Willis was trying to make the uh, the crew laugh. He didn't know if they were going to use it. And they made the movie. Yeah. When he's going through all this stuff on uh, uh, his the the the, the head guy the name just blanked on me, but Takagi. To, yeah, thank you, Mr. Takagi. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he's like clearly describing someone who's Japanese and he looks up at Ellis and Ellis is like, why are you looking at me? I'm not fucking Asian. What the fuck? Hmm. And kudos to the makeup crew for making Ellis all like sweaty and shit from just doing cocaine. It's good detail right there. Well, it is 1988. He might have actually just done cocaine, Mike. I mean, that's possible. I wouldn't be surprised, you know. He's black. He's blinking rapidly, too. He's he's having a hard time focusing. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. maybe he went full on method and was just doing lines. <laughs> so get this man he's like, a line. It, he's like, it's a Christmas movie, I'm doing snow. Yeah. Yeah, they're they're crushing his high, man. Can a guy be high on cocaine at his uh, Christmas party for God's sakes? Well terrorists uh, wrote in it. Nice suit. Not up to myself. <laughs> That's that's the really the thing that sucks about this is like Alan Rickon is such an amazing voice and not hearing him deliver his lines is just yeah, yeah. it just sucks. So now my my subtitle said speaking Italian. I saw that. Yeah, Italian. I thought they were all speaking German this whole movie. Well, no, there's an Asian guy. I mean, I don't. I'm not saying Asians can't speak German, but it's just not that common. So yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the Asian guy who's in this is, what, Shindo in... 
yes. the weapon? The guy, yep. yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. Gotta give him credit okay. for being like, hey, we need an Asian thug. We're gonna have this guy. Oh, he's in all the 80s movies forever. And, I th- and his name in Lethal Weapon was Hondo. Hondo? Hondo, not Shindo. Hondo, yeah. yeah. Not Shindo, okay. I want to say he was also in uh, Last Action Hero. I think he got like an ice cream cone in the back of his fucking head. I'm pretty sure you're right, actually. So He was Genghis Khan in Bill and Ted's, too. He was. That's fucking right. Al, yeah, so uh, was. Uh, I don't want to fuck up his last name. Al Jiang? Al, I, I, well, I don't, I don't I got it here. Up. Hold on. Hold I on, think it's I got Lung. It. Al Young. I, I got it. Al Leon. Yeah. L E O N G. So I would say Leon is how you would say that. You guys know about how Rickman would flinch every time he would shoot a gun in this movie? No. <laughs> So most times you'll see him kind of like lean away from his gun because he just couldn't stop blinking and flinching or the camera would cut away from him to avoid like this is supposed to be a fucking badass and he can't handle a right. Right. Well, Uh, up to this point, what happens up to this point, I think he only had stage experience. I don't think he'd been. He was a theater actor, like a Shakespearean actor, I think. He was also on uh, BBC British shows and shit, but this was his first cinema film. Well, that's what I meant. Yeah. 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 Definitely crushed it. This is a scene that was like almost if Tarantino had written it. It's so well Mm -hmm. written. It's so well filmed. It's so well acted. I mean, this was, this is like an underrated scene in my, in my opinion. I agree. I'm with you there. The only thing, my favorite scene is later where Hans pretends to be an American, which was actually added for the film because they were like, are we never going to have these guys ever interact? And Rickman was just doing an American accent to fucking show how talented he was. It's like, fuck, we really got to write this out and add this scene. And that's, that was movie magic as far as I'm concerned. I agree. I, actually, I agree. John Cernan didn't really like Rickman's uh, English accent. He was Who? kind of uh, the director. Oh. Director. I just didn't he, like, hear. He made it a couple times, and he was just like, "All right, well, if that's the best you can do, kind of thing." But you I thought his, it was fun. You mean his German accent? N- no, doing his English. American? You talking about American? American accent. Oh, his American okay. accent. Because I'm like, I'm pretty sure Alan Rickman does a really good English accent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, American. John McTiernan is just that much of a dick. He's just like, yeah, your English accent sucks. Try something else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's not like it stopped the movie or anything. But... Right, 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 right. Provide our service to Takagi. Are you going to do all his dialogue tonight? I, I might. I might. I might right. have to. Okay. There will not be a four. <laughs> so Look, do you think Takagi I... actually knows the code to open up the... Uh... Yes, I think oh, he does. Sure. Yeah, yeah. I'll say this though: I, I don't. I mean, I like this movie, but I clearly don't like it as much as you two. <laughs> it's Why? Really, Why do you say that? Because I'm not like you're. I mean, I, I don't think I can recite it as well as you guys and stuff like that. Like, I don't. I remember well, the we, movie, the but subtitles are on. That's all. No, you're Mike. I think 
could do this without I love the subtitle. Little detail right there. Sorry to cut you off, but I love the little detail right there where he hands him the dollar bill. Yeah. They made like a little side bet whether he was going to give him the code or not. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah, no, no. Stuff like, like that's good. I like that. I'm with you there. Yeah. Like, it's never said. They, like, they don't, like, say, like, all, you know, off to the side, like, hey, I bet you a dollar that, you know, it goes this way. It's just him handing the dollar yeah. to him. It's just, like, it's just a great detail. And this movie's filled with great details. You didn't hire me for my charming personality. Well, I always kind of felt like that character, that the hacker was kind of a douchebag. I never really liked him. Well, I think he was supposed to be, though, you know? So. Yeah. If you were if you were gonna record if you were gonna make this today, like it's not I'm not talking about remake, first time, like it's never existed before. Who directs it? Is this a Tarantino flick? Because you had said Tarantino, that one scene was very Tarantino esque, and I'm just curious. Do you think Tarantino? Um, I would probably if he was not dead, I'd go Tony Scott. Um. Or if you want to go younger, you could go um, Len Weissman, who did the fourth one. I thought he captured the look of a Die Hard film pretty successfully. With Live Free or Die Hard, yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's why. That's why that one's actually my favorite. I'm not saying it's yeah. the best one, but that's my personal favorite of the series. It is. It is a good movie. I, I I'll give it that. I'm still trying to think of a good director who would do this today I don't think Tarantino I don't think Tarantino now I think he could write the script I think he could do the dialogue and the script but I think like True Romance is a Tarantino film without being a Tarantino film but the original script for True Romance was structured similar to Pulp Fiction you know, a lot of flashbacks and chapters and shit. I think if you tried to do that with Die Hard, it would just it would not work, obviously, mm. because it's all in the span of six hours or something. Eight at so, best, yeah. So right, so it, you can't do that. You're like, okay, here's hour four, and then we're gonna go back to hour one. It's like, well, no, dude, just show the fucking movie. Well, wait a minute, oh, yeah. doesn't doesn't the bulk of Reservoir Dogs takes place in the same day? Uh, over a couple days, because oh, the okay. whole, there's the meet and greet, there's the plan, there's the... You never see the fucking heist itself, which is interesting. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah the main story takes place in one day, but, you know, they do the flashbacks and introducing right. all the different right. characters and everything like that, so... Mm-hmm. And this, this movie, Die Hard, was actually supposed to take place over, like, three days, I think. Really? Like, originally, but they said, no, it's gonna be one day. It works better as a, as a one day, I think. Yeah, I think the whole believability of like, okay, McLean would be starving at this point. He would not be able to fuck up people. Yeah, he'd be you know, with, yeah. with no food or water for two days or three days. Yeah. And also, you'd have to consider the fact that like people would be. I mean, the cops do show up, and the FBI does show up. I would imagine they would have done something within a day. You know, eventually, yeah. maybe not three days. So, the tightest sweatpants ever. <laughs> Seriously, I was just thinking, like, how often do you see a guy 
like in that good a shape who's like imposing but with glasses i'm 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 not saying people with glasses are not threatening or imposing but it's not common for an 80s action film and he also wouldn't be wearing sweatpants that tight mike's right like that's super tough fucking tourist <laughs> like his his sweater is like super baggy and his like sweatpants are like super tight yeah he looks like hans and franz he looks like the third fucking yes! brother from good call 100 percent. yeah he kind of looks like fucking what's his name um uh it was a serial killer in the 90s oh uh he looks like dahmer Dahmer. A little bit. It does look like Dahmer. A little yeah. bit. You're right, Mike. Look at that. German Dahmer. Eating Hans, dicks. Franz, and Dons. Yeah. <laughs> I will put your head in a refrigerator. <laughs> eat your dick for breakfast. That's what he did, people. Yeah. 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 Drop a dickhead. <laughs> Just fucking shoot him, McLean. Yeah, right. Ask questions later. That's what my captain keeps telling me. I love it. You would hit a guy with glasses? Yes, you would. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I have to... You can I see stuntman is... <laughs> the guy's wearing a wig. You can totally say it. Look at that. Terrible wig. Blonde wig. Oh, I missed it. I was, lo- Look I was looking at McLean's. I thought you meant McLean's. Oh, both of them, I'm sure. That's th- yeah, those are definitely stuntmen right there. Right oh, there. sure. That's yeah. The... I have to kill the one terrorist with the smallest feet in the world. Or with feet smaller than my sister, I think the yeah, one is. something like that, yeah. yeah. Take your smokes. Take your bombs. He's got the C4, right? Yep. Are the detonators. Head thuds. <laughs> Did you see that on the? And then he pa- and then he pats him. He's like, "All right, you're good. You <laughs> see you in hell." Yeah. Ah. Bet your ass. I wish to proceed. One of my favorite lines. Yeah, he's in something else too, where he plays a very similar role. I'm trying to think what it is. I have to look it up. Theo. Oh, that's right. He's in Top Gun. I knew I saw him somewhere else. He's in Top Gun. He's the guy that starts flying with uh, Tom Cruise's character after Goose dies. Maverick. Yeah. Top Gun's one of those movies, like, I've seen parts of it. I've probably seen the whole movie just in, like, here and there, bits and pieces, but I've never seen the movie from beginning to end. Yeah, I like I, I like the movie, but or, you know, I, I'm not considering it some great cinema. But I, it's one of those ones I just enjoy. You know, yeah, it's one of those '80s classics. I get it. Yeah. Speaking of which, I watched the trailer for Coming to America Two today. I was I was going to bring that up to you, actually, CJ. What'd you think? Uh, okay. Yeah, that's sort of my opinion. <laughs> and it's only it. I'm not expecting it to be good though. And it's only gonna be on Amazon Prime, apparently. Yeah. Right. So Dude, Eddie Murphy, man, he looks like 
he looks like he just came out of the first movie. Like, does that guy age at all? No, he looks pretty bad in the trailer. I no, thought. Looks Ars- good, I think. Arsenio I think. looks better. I got to give credit to Arsenio. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. I thought. You know, in all seriousness, it is kind of like depressing to hear James Earl Jones' voice just not have that gravitas anymore. It's weak. It's. A, I mean, I'm not trying to be shitty. Well, the fucker's like 90. Man. Give him a break. Really no, no, don't bullshit me. We were fucking saying the same thing about his voice in Rogue One. Did you guys talk about Mandalorian at all? We will be on Get Vocal in two weeks. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now I have a machine gun, too. No, two. Ho, ho, ho. No, I, I think it's, I think it's both, though, isn't it? No, now I have a machine gun. No, ho, ho, ho. Ho. Okay. I want to get a sweatshirt like that. They make them. They exist. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you can. I think. Uh, I think next Halloween, that's when we be. The corpse. Yeah. <laughs> Security guard, we missed. Get some tight ass sweatpants. Some tight ass gray sweatpants. Uh-huh. Some some black. Black Reeboks with no socks. Or maybe I'll take, yeah, do uh, socks, no shoes. No, no, no. When when he's walking around before McLean kills him, he's got black Reeboks on and no socks. Yeah, but uh, when he gets killed, yeah. he, you know, has lettering on his sweater. Oh, you're doing a dead version, right. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah. You have to get those, like, skin-colored socks so you're not, you know, unless you're staying inside the whole time, so. Yeah, we'll see. Just don't have anyone shoot the glass, and you'll be okay. Yeah. (laughs) Don't have anyone shoot the glass. Which, apparently, like, I mean, obviously, for obvious reasons, uh, Bruce Willis had special shoes that looked like feet. Yeah, like prosthetics. Yeah, I want to see, because I never really noticed. Apparently, they're supposed to be, like, they're way bigger than normal feet. I've never really paid attention. So. But just for that scene or for the whole movie? You well, have to really be looking. Yeah, for what, during the broken glass scene. Just for that scene. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because well, that's, um, like, Elijah, Elijah Wood, if I recall. And all, all the them. Hobbits had, yeah. like, prosthetic stuff, so... I think Elijah Wood had like the toughest time keeping the prosthetic on for some reason. I guess he just had sweaty feet or whatever. Who knows? I think I remember reading one of them like actually stepped on. I'm talking about the Hobbits. One of them stepped on like a nail or something, and it went clean through, and like just like it like went through their toes, so it just barely missed like going through their toe. Oh man, <laughs> John. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, that line I never I never understood that line. His job's 3000 miles away. Like a cop in New York is that drastically different in terms of, like, what they're supposed to do. Like, we, I don't want to get into the whole, like, cops are good or cops are bad conversation, but, like... Well, Ellis is jealous. Jealous what? Ellis. He works yeah. for bad <laughs> Jealous Ellis. I like it. 
talking shit as much as he can. Yeah, yeah, but his argument falls to shit. If he ever goes like traveling for their fucking job, like, well, no, you're not supposed to work in Japan because your office is three is you know twenty thousand miles away. Like, shut the fuck up, Ellis. Exactly. Fuck. Fuck. We're not lying, Ellis. I I love the line coming up here in a minute from John when when nine one one picks up. Does it sound no fucking shit, lady? Does it sound like I'm ordering a pizza? <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. Yeah, it's a, that's a great one. No fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> sound like I'm ordering a pizza? <laughs> I love it. I just love it. I don't know why, but I do. When me and my brother would watch this like a hundred times a day back in the day, that was like one of the things that we would rewind. Like, 500 times. Sure. Sure. And just laugh. Because it's funny. It's a funny line. It's This is such like a serious movie, and we're like 9 and 12, and we're just <laughs> laughing hysterically at it. It's good to know that 911 really has not changed in the past 30 years. <laughs> it's like, this is exactly the same shit. Like, I have an intruder. Sir, this is for emergencies only. This is an emergency. If you don't comply, we're going to have to send the police. Fucking send the police! Yeah, yeah. and then and then they finally hit a gunshots and take them seriously. It's like... They don't even really take them that seriously. Oh, find some asshole that said one cop, you know? Carl! Okay. Yeah. This is, is Carl. This is probably one of my favorite scenes of all time. This dialogue here. Thought you guys just ate donuts. They're for my wife. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's pregnant. Yeah. Bag it. Big time. <laughs> I, this, uh, this is I had... My brother would rewind all the time and say a word from word. I had a very interesting cereal last night. I had Twinkie cereal. Ugh. That's yeah, a thing? It, it's a thing. I, I, my curiosity got the better of me, and I was like, it's so bad. I mean, yeah. it's it's chewy. It wasn't like crunchy. It wasn't like I, I honestly, I think they made it, and then they were like, no one's gonna buy it. It just went old. I, it was just chewy cereal. Isn't that how they make Twinkies? No, so I have to give Twinkies some credit. They're fucking actually softer and spongier than whatever the fuck I ate last night. Because I had a Twinkie for the first time like three months ago, and I was not impressed. Oh, no, I, I'm with you. I think Twinkies are overrated as shit. So the uh, the Twinkie cereal, so what was it, like, exactly? Was it... It was just a bunch of minier, miniature Twinkies. Like, it was just... A, it, honestly, it looked but like it, yellow rat, rabbit food. It couldn't have been so, sponge cake, so, like, corn pops maybe, but not as good? Yeah, like, corn like, pops with, like, cream inside of it? No, no cream. It was just, it was just no corn pops cream. that were, like, stretched out slightly longer, like, looking like a Twinkie. Really? But it did not taste like fucking corn pops. It was like it had a weird smell and a weird flavor. I mean, I guess it kind of tasted like a Twinkie, but like by I mean, I, I poured myself a bowl and I had it, and I was just like, "This sucks. This is so bad." I'd rather have a take. I'd rather take a bunch of fucking Oreos and crush them up and just have that for cereal because I think it's actually less sugar than what the fuck I ate. I woke up like at four in the morning having to shit really badly. So I don't know if it's like connected or not, but I didn't need to know that. Yeah. God, I could go for some corn pops right about now. 
I'm yeah, gonna... corn pops for sure or honeycomb, but like this was none of those things. It was just really bad. And I'm we're talking have... about fucking Twinkies and shit. We're like yeah. <laughs> during one of the best action movies ever. It's relevant. Carl yeah. was not, yeah. Not yeah. Al was buying Twinkies. Yeah, but they were for his wife, man. <laughs> Fine. I, I'm just the fat fuck who ate it for cereal. <laughs> hey man, I just would I would have been just as curious as as you to see uh Twinkie cereal. I, I, I told I told staff, I'm like, I, I want some shitty cereal. Like I normally get like good cornflakes or like just regular Cheerios. And I was like, I'm going to get some shitty fucking sugary cereal. And there were so many to choose from. And I'm like, I'm going to find the worst fucking sounding cereal. And I found the Twinkie cereal. <laughs> and I, I paid dearly for it, guys. Like, it was not good. And now yeah. I just have like a half a bag of cereal. I'm like, oh, fuck. What am I going to do with this? Just Blend it up in a blender and add it to like ice cream and make a really fucking awful milkshake, maybe? Feed it to your tenant. Give it to him. He'll eat it. No, I'll probably fucking crush it up and snort it well same thing yeah <laughs> kind of yeah you're ellis there you go <laughs> Part of nutritious breakfast. <laughs> ellis o's see i don't think this would work logistically i'm well, just this saying. was a fuck up here like, mm. what, what do you mean? The stuntman, when he falls and he missed the first ledge, that was the stuntman fucking up. And they liked it so much they kept it? They kept it and just uh, inserted the scene of him grabbing the second one to splice it together. I mean, the whole thing is to show, like, yeah, he's a fucking badass, but he's also human and he makes mistakes. No, so. I actually kind of like that about it, to be honest with you. Yeah, but I'm saying, a, lo logistically a... speaking, I don't think that gun would hold. <laughs> mm. that, was a, around. that was some aggressive-ass fucking switching off the fucking walkie there, Carl. Well, Carl, he, the, yeah, he's pretty aggressive, though. She was saying in the script he was supposed to get that next... Yeah, he was supposed to get the first ledge... When he when he falls, right? When he when he falls, he he was supposed to grab the first ledge and he missed it and got the second one. So yeah, th he was not supposed to be able to get this one. He was supposed to get just the like right uh, there. He was and then he grabs yep, that one. Yeah, yeah. So nice fuck ups that make. Good fucking movie history and magic and shit. Oh, this is not a great line right here. This is the famous one everyone knows, though. And this was also improvised. Allegedly. See, that right there is your poster. That was your fucking movie poster. Yep. Yeah, right? Come on to the coast. We'll get together and have a few laughs. Actually, and I've been told this is actually more realistically what an air duct looks like. Like, you see in movies, people crawl through air ducts, and there's, like, fucking, like, two feet of space around them. Like, that yeah. is apparently what it's really like to be in one. 
Yeah, Hollywood movies make an air duct look like a fucking apartment in the Bay Area. It's just not, not it, that was more accurate to what a fucking place in the Bay Area is like. Here, nice spacious opening, two thousand dollars a month. Like he knows he's in there. He fucking knows he's in there. Yep. And yet he leaves. Well, because I think I think Han starts calling for him, doesn't he? Yeah, but still. Yeah, you, this is the motherfucker that killed your brother. You fucking, you know, even if, yeah, if Hans calls your ass, you just shoot again, wait for the blood to drip down, be like, all right, problem solved. Yeah. What happened to him? He died hard. I'll get so you close. <laughs> close one, John. Getting lucky. Not really. They made fucking four sequels. He's clearly never lucky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just glad they never did what they did with the Bourne movies. You know, where you've got one that's, you know, a, it's... Die Hard without McLean, you know? Well, I mean, if it was with fucking Carl, I'd fucking watch the shit out of that. Or like a prequel of... of um, yeah, but anyway, I mean, of, it doesn't have to be Willis, but I mean, as long as it's still McLean, then I'd be down, you know, or something, but like... I, I, I keep hearing they're going to make a fucking another one, and it's going to be either a show or a movie. It's going to be called, like, Die Hard Zero. And it's going to be, like, about young, young McLean. Yeah. Which, to me, takes away the whole point of this film. Because, yeah. like, you, this is his you first big zero. adventure. You can't have a prequel that rivals this film. Right. This movie is what made, you know, who he is today. The character, right. McLean. Like, everything that happens in this situation... Mm -hmm. Makes him what he is, because like like I said, like when they show him in the very beginning on the plane, he's clenching his arms or his his, uh, his hands to the seat. So he's not this everyday hero, right. you know. He becomes this everyday hero because of this one night in on Christmas Eve. But they should pass the torch somehow, so they can continue making. Uh, die-hard movies. I don't know. Now, if see, they, I yeah. I disagree. I think I think I think just like Indiana Jones, you when you stop with Harrison, you stop. You know, right? Which, by the way, they did confirm Indy Five last week. I think. Yep. Yep. So. Indiana Jones and the goddamn kids on his lawn. <laughs> <laughs> that's just that's the whole movie it's just him on a lawn with a whip and he's just like the kids are just scooting by and, and playing basketball he's like get off my lawn actually just watch Gran Torino it's just Indiana Jones 5 there you go yeah. I um I also heard that they're they're absolutely doing nothing with Mutt like he never existed uh yeah because fucking Shia's all that's... fucking Shiza right now yeah well yeah, he's right right now deep shit yeah, he was in deep. Yeah, he was terrible to begin with. Yeah, but now you have you know ex girlfriends coming out saying that he was like abusive. So like, yeah, that's not no, not you're, at you're all. Pretty much done. I always like Shia LaBeouf. Um, 
as a person, as an artist. Um, uh, you know, I like that he was weird and he was artsy, but you hearing about that, it's just, yeah. Yeah, agreed. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah, I well, can't those, back that up. those blood packs were terrible. Did you see that? They like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't realize like shit too. Well, There's blood... another great quote coming up. How would this? this? There it is. No That's more table. Line. That's an awesome conference table, though. I have to say, I've always Ooh. liked that conference table. Stored a lot of cocaine off that table. That's not quite what I was thinking, but sure. You're like, I'm going to make a long-ass line of zigzag. <laughs> there you go. I think it's very good use of blood packets. Right here, when a guy comes in, he starts shooting at the knees. Mm-hmm. You see the blood, placket, blood packets explode. No, it's not this scene. It's later on. I mean, he's okay. Body from the sky. <laughs> <laughs> but nobody has a place to go. Crash. Boom. There's your nobody. There you go, motherfucker. Damn it, Jesus H. Christ. <laughs> I'm getting turned into Swiss cheese over here. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but fucking McLean wasted a lot of ammunition right there. The body was enough, goddammit. He wasted a lot of ammunition, period. In this film, I mean, but that's that's a thing that they always do in movies. Like the cliffs are always bigger than they should be. I know, but like it does a whole point of like how he's got like eventually just two shots left or something in his machine gun. Yeah, no, his shot, his handgun. Yeah, it's a handgun. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He has a machine gun. He bluffs with the machine gun, and then Hans tells him to put it down. And yep. he, you know, he's got his handgun taped to his to back. back of his yeah. Back. This douchebag. This fucking douchebag. I love how they have him and the guy from uh, the principal from um, Breakfast Club. Like two of the biggest yes. like, 80s douchebags ever. Yes. And they're in the same movie. Good call, Mike. I forgot. Yeah, you're right, but I forgot about that. Yeah. I'm just realizing there's. Uh, Three actors from the Goonies in this. Okay. So we talked about the news anchor, right? Yeah, the ones, yep. And then there was the, I, I can't remember, Mike, you said there was someone else who was also in the Goonies that was in this? Um, the mom. We going through. The mom. Didn't you say the mom was in this? The, yeah, the, rep- the anchor is the mom from Goonies. Right. And then there was someone else. But I'm blanking. But the third one is Robert Davi. Who? Fucking the the one of the fucking Johnson fucking FBI agents. Oh. Well, yeah. Yep. Yep. He plays the fucking operatic brother, the one of the Fratellis. I'm That's guessing right. it's the I'm guessing it's the white Johnson. Y- yes. Right. No, yeah. they're they're not related. Well, yeah, I realize that. But I thought there was one other. Goonies. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we're thinking of something else. 
All right, well, there's at least two. Yeah, there's definitely two. And I think the character names of Johnson is like Big Johnson and Little Johnson. Uh, I have the cast list right here, and I will tell you in a second. Yes, yeah, you, know, are, you are correct, sir. Oh. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get ready for it. It's coming up. Yep. Unless you want to open the door for me. <laughs> so we'll fly in the ointment, hounds. Real pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> they really have a good chemistry, Willis and 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 Rickman. You know. Yep. It's always partial to Roy Rogers, actually. <laughs> and that's why he gives uh, Al the name Roy. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You become a motherfucker. Um, I love watching it on like uh, TBS or whatever. And like, you become a mother father. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Rico, you, you, you know a lot about the way these, these things are made. Do you, do you think... Obviously, when they're shooting Hans on the on the walkie, you know Bruce isn't off over doing whatever and vice versa. But do you think that they actually had them on another walkie-talkie to get the right dialogue? Um, I think it, it, definitely for rehearsals, I would imagine, and I think for certain scenes, yeah, they probably did. Well, I like that inter that interchange we just saw where they were talking to each other. I think I think you know maybe the camera might have been on, on Rickman and you might have just had Willis sitting in a chair on a walkie-talkie talking into mm -hmm. it. To, you know what I mean? But like, right? I, I think so. Yeah. Okay. They do that for like the screen movies. Whenever Ghostface is on the phone with somebody, mm. like he's really on the phone with them, and and it you could see the difference, like. I mean, you you haven't seen the fucking movies, CJ, but like Sarah Michelle Gellar is kind of laid back in Scream Two when she's on the phone, Ghost Ghostface, right? Because she actually knew where the voice actor Roger L. Jackson was, like she kind of could see him off camera, and it, so it didn't affect her as much. But other actresses like Drew Barrymore and shit were actually like legit terrified because they never met him, mm. never saw what he looks like. So they just hear this, hello, Sydney, kind of fucked up, organic, weird, like awful voice. And you just see the terror kind of build in their fucking eyes. So I would imagine some, some uh, methodness of having them actually talk on camera to kind of keep the, the tension flying would, would be part of their uh, craft, so to speak. Yeah. I really wish they brought back fucking Carl for another film. Like, well, he he has a brief cameo in two, right? Yeah. But I'm saying like the later films, like have him be like a contact in L.A. or something, you know? Well, it's... he he was in two, like you like I said, but you're right. I get it. What you're saying, yeah. Have him be old, you know? Have him retired, you know? Have him well, and fucking well, it's cameo in two? yeah, 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 because he faxes over um, the guys oh. like. To to um yeah, okay. yeah. Um, I thought you meant all the uh, the terrorists. No 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 not, not Carl. Carl. Yeah Carl Winslow Al Pal. Yeah sorry. No. 
Um, but uh, it's kind of like with uh, Judge Reinhold's character in the Beverly Hills Cop films, like re- reoccurring multiple times, right? Well, he's he's uh pretty prominent in all three, but the. Well, that's what I'm yeah. saying. Like, you would have liked it to be more like that, is what I'm saying. Yeah, it, you yeah. know, it's like you, you have Axel as the main character, but, like, part of why Beverly Hills Cop 1 and 2, and even, to a lesser degree, 3, works is because of the, the trio. Dynamics, I mean, and yeah. You, and you yeah. see that drop where they fucking got rid of the uh, the older, heavier cop from 3. No, he's in 3, he's just not as prominent, but he's in it, if I recall. I don't remember, no, I think they re- they got another uh, character uh, played by Hector Elizondo. They just sort of like they didn't. He was he just didn't want to show up. So they they added a separate character. And you just kind of tell it's just not as good. Not to mention the movie was just kind of fucking bad to begin with. But that's a whole other thing. All right, here's the motherfucker who's going to give everyone's attention. Dwayne Robinson. Got you for two months. When the building, when the when the roof explodes, does he say, "I heard a ruckus"? I don't. Remember. I, don't remember. <laughs> I thought you were actually asking for a second. I was like, I don't remember. Oh yeah, no, no, you're just fucking right. I heard a ruckus. Yeah, it was the roof blowing up. No, it wasn't the roof blowing up. It was just fucking. Um, Emilio Estevez doing fucking cartwheels and flips around the fucking building when he's high on marijuana. He could be a bartender. Because <laughs> yeah. that's what you do when you're high on marijuana. Yeah, I don't, I never understood that part. We're just like, <laughs> I'm going to smoke a joint and then like be energetic. I mean, some weed can make you energetic, but not want to do fucking flips. I'm pretty sure Judd Nelson had it laced with coke. That wouldn't stun me about that character. What did he put you in charge? You did. That's ballsy right there. Yep. That's you murdered my boss. Yeah. I don't enjoy being this close to you. Like that's some ballsy shit right there. But at yeah. the same time, I think that's why Hans like works with her because I think he respects that that good the guts of that. You know. So. I love his eye roll. He's just like up. Oh. Fuck, there's a pregnant yeah. woman out there. God damn it. What are you saying? It's mine. <laughs> Hans, you are not the father. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely done. Correct me if I'm wrong, but Hans is German for John, right? So it's essentially a John versus a John in this movie. Uh, I will is that right? and, we got a, and we got Carl versus Carl. Well, not versus, but we had two separate Carls. Sure. What the fuck? Show me the fucking random Japanese Ellis in this fucking movie. (laughs) (laughs) Ms. Gennaro. Ooh. Someone's throwing out their Italian card. Look at me. I do like that they brought this fucking douchebag back for the second one. How he's like on the plane with fucking Holly and Yeah, I thought that was a good that was a good um it's not John uh no. Well, 
I guess Rico, because technically it's Johannes that's the the German for John, and I guess Hans is the well, I guess he would be the equivalent of Jack. Okay. Yeah. So, so okay, I get you. Yeah. But people who are named Jack are all or Jack are also calling John, and vice versa. Right. John no, I'm Kent, just saying. Yeah, yeah. John Kent is called Jack. Mm-hmm. It's it's actually referred it's its own name now rico remember that i forget what name we were talking about but like we talked about like a name used to be short for something and ultimately became its own name do you remember we had that conversation a while back yeah i think it was like it was a woman's name like it was like like, margaret and then it was like peggy like peggy became a real fucking name or something yeah something like that it was wendy that's it yeah it was wendy when we did the hook yeah same thing because wendy used to be the short for gwendolyn and then it became its own thing. That's <sighs> the worst cop ever. I know. I know. Like, worst chief of police ever, dude. I, I want to know what happens to like. These are the things about movies that we never find out. That I know it's dumb little shit, but I want to know. Like, did he lose his job after this? Like, I want to know. You know, probably not. Probably not. Everybody's probably in a bad mood. Like, all the cops are in a bad mood because it's Christmas Eve. All they want to do is be home with their families, and now they got to go here and deal with this bullshit. He's a douchebag anyway, though, Mike. I think he'd be that big of a douchebag if it was, like, the middle of June, you know? Yeah, 100%. But I feel their pain. What are the lights going to do? I don't understand. Is that just one of them? So we can just see where they're going to, like, storm inside. Yeah, I guess because they cut the lights, but then they have spotlights on the uh, on the building. I don't yeah, know. I don't, I don't get it. On that. This fucking movie, movie makes me want to fucking have a cigarette. This is not. Like, if you're a smoker, you're just jonesing the whole fucking time. If you're a cokehead, you're really fucked. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing both right now, so. I I love when I love when I do like when Theo starts commentating on the the attack parties. Yeah, he's doing like a play by play. Yeah, 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 play by play. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah. And the quarterback is toast. I don't see Argyle for another uh, forty minutes probably after that scene. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know if I said this to you, CJ, but I, I rewatched Blues Brothers like a couple months ago. Remember, I was showing them. I showed it to like Steph or something. Yeah. So the guy, the kid who plays Argyle, he is. He, he's the fucking kid in Ray Charles's fucking music shop who tries reaching for the guitar. No. Oh. Yeah. I've only seen the movie. I've only seen Blue Brother once, so I'd have to watch it again. But I do love this right here. Wait, wait. I love this right here where he's like, "God damn it, I'm hungry. I'm gonna steal Crunch Bar." Which, by the way, good choice because that's probably my favorite. Yeah, yeah. I would have taken the Crunch Bar as well. And then the next thing they show him eating a Mars Bar, so he's going to town on that candy. Yeah, right. I've never had a Mars Bar. I think I I missed them. They still make them. I don't. Well, not out here. I've never seen one closest thing you get to a fucking Mars bar is a goddamn Milky Way. Skip Milky Way and go for Snickers. Ah, uh, no. I I go always I go with the dark chocolate Milky Way. 
I think that's pretty much what a Mars bar is. It's like, oh really? Oh, well, yeah, I, like I, I locked the fuck out. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had a Mars bar in years. I miss uh. Got a little bit of product placement, you know, for Nestle Crunch and Mars yeah. bars. Here's the spot. I miss fucking uh, Butterfinger uh, BBs. Oh, I love the BBs, yeah. yeah. But hold on, oh, this is the part I love. This part. The four SLs coming in the rear in standard two by two formation. <laughs> and then the best part is when they roll up with the uh, ATV. Mm-hmm. The crunch and Mars uh, bars sales were in the movie theater when this came out. Yeah, man. Not as not as much as uh, when ET did Reese's Pieces. Let's oh, put it that for way. sure. Yeah, yeah. Well. <laughs> See now he's got the Mars bar. Yeah, I saw. Yeah. Unless, unless Mike, unless that's just like um, continuity problems, you know, like they forgot he reached for crunch, so they gave him a Mars bar. You know what I mean? No, Something that, like that. That just, he's just a fat fuck looking for fucking sugar. Oh no, it could be either or. I'm just saying both are possible. That's all. So. Yeah, see, just <laughs> chowing down. Fingers calm. Send in the car. I missed it, but I like when Al's like, they're shooting at the lights. and They're, they're shooting yeah. at the lights. Yep. <laughs> Did the police have themselves an RV? Like, what the fuck is this thing going to do? <laughs> like, does, does it have, like, guns, like, on it? Like, no. I just imagine gonna, they were just going to crash through, and then the guys jump out of the car, and then... Yeah. They don't need to... They just, they just shot the glass out. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's still a lot of metal framing on those doors, but yeah. Oh, that was... Ah, they, there you was Vigo with a button. subtitle that fucking argument between those yeah. two guys. Yeah, I know. Like, if they did, it was just going to be a bunch of question marks like, we don't even know what the fuck they said. <laughs> I think I read that a lot of the uh, the German talk in here is just kind of gibberish. It's not actual. Yeah. Right. I've always wondered that, maybe not about this movie, but in general, like when you have foreign speech, and it's not a foreign film, like it's like a, a movie like this. Like, how often it's accurate and how often it's just, like you said, gibberish, you know? So, Or it's, like, this shitty accent, like, where they, like, it's just the wrong accent for what they're supposed to be. Like, and then the natural German-speaking people are just like, that, that guy is clearly not from Berlin, but he's speaking a fucking Berlin accent and yada, yada, yada. I mean, yeah. what really fucks with me is when they cast, like, British people to play ancient Romans, and I'm like... Come on. Or Australians. Australians to play Romans? Yeah. Gladiator, Russell Crowe. There you go. Yeah. I was just watching that last night, actually. Just fucking, like, come on. They'd all be like, hey, Baba the Boopy. Like... And I think Hit when they again. drove that tank up yeah, the stairs right there, you see how like one of the railings broke? I think yeah. they really broke the real railing. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. I think I think they did fuck up part of this building, too, on purpose, though. 
because they were yeah. doing they were building it, so they were like, "All right, you can actually fuck it up," you know. So we need we need to take out this wing over here. All right, let's just write an action sequence. <laughs> Basically, yeah. John McClane, another motherfucker who's fluent in motherfucker. Yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a Hollywood fucking Death Star. <laughs> just throws the, the Emperor down. Look, I, I know we're not talking Mandalorian yet, but did you see that they're actually saying now that that last episode canonized the discussion, discussion from Clerks? Yeah, I saw that. What discussion with uh, about, about how they got about, like, the contractors, the contractor discussion on the second Death Star, it like canonized it. Don't Let's fucking look. Jesus Christ. Good thing you're on the 30th floor, motherfucker. Right, it's still shot up third. <laughs> See, I thought he only used battle axe was there. I thought he only used one one block of the C four. Like I, I'm not well versed on explosives, but I don't think one block of C four would do that much damage. I don't know. Let's let's order some on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> to the FBI agent listening, we're not serious. <laughs> Yeah, when I tried ordering uh, C4 on Etsy, I got C5 and C6. It just wasn't <laughs> as good. <Yeah. laughs> it's not the same. Oh, you got to get your shit exclusively from Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> See, now that looks like produce. that looks more like Rickman to me, that picture there. I I don't know what the fuck you're talking about personally, buddy. Well, fuck you. That's no, what I'm, I'm, about. I'm not. I'm just surprised. It looks like Rickman. It's, it's. I don't know. And now all the explosives uh, blew up because he sees a. Uh, some more later, right? I thought they still had some in the bag, though. <laughs> So the bag gets taken, right? During the fucking confrontation between the two of them? Right. Well, yeah. He loses it during the fucking... Well, as I'm saying, though, there's glass. still C4 in the bag, and I I mean, I just don't think... Glass? Who gives a shit about glass? Who the fuck is this? Yeah, you're gonna eat those fucking words, John. Yeah. Yeah, right? Uh, oh, you're in charge? <laughs> Let's Wayne. see right there. Another one. I got some bad news for you, Dwayne. The way he says it, you know. <laughs> on national TV. <laughs> Man, he's pulling out all the lines, calling him a jerk off too. Yeah, yeah. Your ass is in detention. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty fucking unappreciated, Al. See, that's Ooh. what I like to imagine happened to the chief of police. He fucking ended up becoming a principal instead. There you demoted. go. That's why he's such an asshole as the principal of the Breakfast Club. What came first? Well, this is 88, so I guess... Oh, L's still doing coke. Uh, <laughs> Did you see that? Yeah. Yeah. 
Did a little bump off his uh his knuckle. Oh, key bump. Breakfast the Club is bump. Breakfast Club is eighty five. So yeah. yeah. Yeah, this is eighty eight, so I'm like it definitely came out before. Uh, well, he, all right, it depends on how when you watch it. Either he yes. got an upgrade or he got demoted. Yeah. Uh, Alice fucking shit up. Oh, my God. Trump Jr. actually, like, makes an ass of himself on Twitter. I always fucking retweet with a gif of Alice, like, doing his little big toothy grin thing. I'm just like, you... Ever, because ever since Donald Trump Jr. fucking grew that beard, I I only see this character. Yeah. I, I 100% agree with that. I didn't think of it until you, until you said it. I actually haven't seen him with the beard, so I can't comment, but I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah. It's exactly, I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it's the same douchebaggery. It's just like, could they get any more racist things in one sentence? Like, could Uh, they? That's what I'm saying. It's Donald Trump Jr., motherfucker. Yeah, right. Hans, Booby. And that was improvised. You could see Alan's expression. He's just like, what the fuck? He's like, I'm gonna kill you either way. No, he's just kind of like, you said, you said what to me? <laughs> I must have missed sixty minutes. God, what a douche nozzle. Yeah, and he gets what he deserves. Right here, this is the gif I always use. <laughs> that smile. Yeah, that's <laughs> motherfucker. And it's weird, they, they actually bring him a can of Coke to drink. And Ellis yeah. is all over Coke. Oh, he's right. Sipping, yeah. He's drinking. <laughs> Anything a grown boy needs. You think the fucking Twinkie's bad, John? You should try the fucking cereal. Yeah. <laughs> that would be the 2020 version. <laughs> yeah, right. I was like, it's kitchen... Eating fucking cereal, and then you see the cereal box, it's Twinkie cereal. You bring the ice cream. You you bring the Twinkie cereal. <laughs> Mr. McLean. Ah, uh, dick. Yeah. Alice, you such a shit. <sighs> Look, we've heard some shit things about Bruce Willis, but this is really such a great performance from him all the way through. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to think of the other actors that they were trying to get before Bruce oh, Willis. Oh, I have that right here. I have it here. It's uh, Stallone and Schwarzenegger were the two biggest names. Yeah. There was someone else in there that I was like, oh, that would have been good. I don't know how believable it would be if, like, Schwarzenegger was going up against German fucking terrorists and be like, I'm an American, you don't come and do this to me. <laughs> he would have had to make the terrorists, like, Japanese to really kind of differentiate. Um, Robert Duvall at one point was supposed to play John. Oh, fuck. Oh. Told you my guess at the party. 
Dipshit. Bring out the can of Coke. Is that now the question I have is since it's eighty eight, is that new Coke? No, that's that's Coke Coke. Classic. Classic Coke. I don't know. I don't see Bill Cosby in the background. I don't think it's new Coke. All right, here <laughs> I got I got the full list of names if you guys want it real quick. Yeah, run it down real quick. Uh you got Schwarzenegger Stallone, like I said, Richard Gere, uh Clint Eastward, Eastwood, Harrison Ford, <laughs> Burt Reynolds, Nick Nolte, Mel Gibson, Don Johnson. Mel yeah, Mel Gibson probably would have been good in this movie. Harrison yeah. Ford, I got. I mean, Air Force One is just die hard on a plane. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, Don yeah, Johnson, Don Johnson, Richard Dean Anderson, and Paul New Paul Newman and James Caan were the names that were kicked around for for that role. Yeah, I would I say no, because of you know Lethal Weapon fame. Yeah. Oh God, this is. Great to see Ellis like have a come down. Mm hmm. Yeah. Uh, can I just do one more bump? Yeah. yeah. Let me, let me, let me do, let me just do all this coke. Yeah. Hey. Gunshot on radio. Screaming. Shouting. Mine didn't say on radio, it just said gunshot. So there you go. Mm. Now that says on radio. Screaming and shouting on radio. Screaming on radio. Yeah. Do you hear that? Where am I detonators? Go fuck yourself, Hans. He just let the guy die. See, he's the. How did he get to be the captain? He's got to be the dumbest cop ever. I, mean, I really hope. Yeah, I really hope Carl became the chief of police. What's that, Mike? McLean could have bullshitted about the detonators. Just like let him go, and I'll tell you where the detonators are. Yeah, I yeah, I guess. But but I think he just took it as an opportunity to get Ellis shot and killed. No, well. he wouldn't cock block him anymore. <laughs> he didn't share his stash. Yeah. You couldn't drag me away. That's probably true. You all have fucking Twinkies. <laughs> <laughs> Dwayne Robinson. Oh, I love when he goes into the list of terrorist groups and he says the Asian Dawn movement and Carl, the, the character, looks at him in mouse. Asian Dawn? Yeah. It's like I saw it on 60 Minutes or something. Yeah. Uh, no, he read about him in a magazine. I think it was like People Magazine oh, or something. I read him in Time Magazine. Or something like that, yeah. Nice pan over fucking Ellis's oozing Dead. wound. Yeah. I think there's an unrated version where you actually see the shot, <laughs> but I don't remember. Here we go. Asian. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck? Time, you were right. Yeah, Time Magazine. And plus, they're doing all this for bonds. How, how are you going to, like, change that into actual cash? 
if you know the right if you know the right people, and I'm assuming they do. So, I guess. And the 2020 version would be them getting Bitcoin. Probably. <laughs> you, you will Venmo me two billion dollars. <laughs> it's at Hans Gruber, terrorist number four four nine five. Hans, not Simon. That is why. Oh shit, that's funny. Nicely done, sir. You know what would actually happen if, if they did do it like with Venmo or something or PayPal? I'd be like. Hi, this is a new vendor. It's going to take up to a week to get your funds. <laughs> Would you like to add a $5 uh, charge to get your thing immediately? <laughs> what is your password? Shoot the glass. <laughs> so, real quick, just going back to something we said earlier. Yippee ki motherfucker was actually written in the script. That was not ad-libbed. Yeah. Oh, it was? Well, yeah. I just read something today where it said uh, Bruce Willis uh, ad-libbed it. Now, the, think... there was a debate, actually, between whether to say yippee Kaye or yippee Taye because apparently Roy Rogers said both. Oh, uh, so... That's where so... it comes from? Roy Rogers? Yeah, Roy Rogers, yeah. 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 Well, see, I didn't know that. That's why he says it, because it's a Roy, yeah, it's Roy well, Rogers. It was sense. his catchphrase, so... He would say yippee Kaye kids. And well, I love I love this right here. Yeah. He fucks up Helsinki, yeah. Sweden. Uh, anyway. Yeah, that looks like a complete tool. He is a complete tool, but yeah. Yeah, it's like eye is still open, Ellis. Creepy. That's how much coke he did. He's still awake. Yeah. <laughs> that or it's, it's some serious fucking like caffeine in the coke. Breath. Al's pretty bossy for talking to his captain like that. He can get fired for that shit. Here we go. So he's Little Johnson. Yep. Fire from the Goonies is Big Johnson. Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> Right. <laughs> Not anymore. I've always liked Robert Davi. I think he, he need more work. He was great in the Goonies. He was great as a uh, Bond villain. Uh, what was his name? Fucking Franz something. Franz Schmedrick. I don't remember. He was good. I just don't remember his fucking name. But. Like, why would Hans go by himself? So he could do an American accent. Exactly. But this is like a, this is a great scene. Uh, Easily my favorite scene. He's like, what the fuck? Why is this shit all cut up? So you want to hear something interesting? Roger Ebert called Paul Gleason, the captain as singled him out as an example of the useless and dumb characters that prevented film the prevent films from succeeding, and honestly, felt like, yeah, I disagree. Uh, you're one of them. You're one of them. 
If the roles were reversed and I had to do a German accent, I'd be <laughs> dead. It's almost, it's almost like Hans pretending to be an American is kind of doing an impression of Ellis. If Ellis was actually a chicken shit, like was like being scared. Maybe they just pulled out fucking Ellis's stash and Rickman did a couple of lines and he got into character. <laughs> Sounds like an A7 scenario. You guys are not going to handle shit. <laughs> Do any of you guys know anything about the book? I don't. I'm just asking. No, I don't either. <clears throat> just what I had said earlier about the whole Sinatra thing. I think you actually, I, if I remember, it was not him visiting his wife. It was him visiting his daughter. Hmm. So. So it is an East Coast cop going to the West Coast. Oh, hold on. Yeah. I'm actually at, on the wiki right now looking at some stuff, so I'll see if I can confirm that for you, Mike. Because they do talk about the book briefly in this. I read it earlier. So this should have been a clue. Hans is holding his cigarette with his index finger and his thumb, whereas John is holding with index finger and his middle finger. I'm guessing that's a, a European way of smoking. Yes. Mm. Usually, yeah, U Europeans hold it with their index finger and their thumb. But it's kind of like... Uh, well, uh, well, maybe, I mean, they don't reference it, but maybe that's one of the things that got John to wonder. You know what I mean? Like, maybe that's something he picked up on. I don't know. Just a thought. But they're like, kind of like smoking a joint like that way. They kind of like invert their uh, finger, index finger and thumb and smoke it like, like this. Mm -hmm. uh, for all you people listening at home, you're not going to be able to see me. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Welcome to podcasting, Mike. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sounds a real thing, Bill. Did you guys go ever go paintball shooting before? Not at an actual arena. No. I've I've fired a paintball gun before, but I've never actually like gone paintballing, if that makes sense. So Yeah. I wanted to, actually. I do want to. But I definitely want to do that at some point. Well, Mike, maybe we can coordinate that at some point after all this, you know, chaos is over. Yeah, 100. Because I'd be down. I'll get my ass. I'll be dead in the first 10 minutes, but I'll still go. Yeah, I might be dead in the first five, so. And I doubt that. Rico, you'll have to, you'll have to fly over and join us. <laughs> Hop, skip, and a jump, you know. Yeah, crazy. you know. Yeah. I'll, I'll work on that. <laughs> Don't sound so excited there, bud. 
Hey man, we're in Bay Area is on extended lockdown. No, I know cat, you guys are so. really like fuck. Yeah, we're really fucked. Fucking twenty-twenty, man. Oops, no bullets. Oops. What, you think I'm fucking stupid, Hans? You were saying. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Oh, we're getting to that part where we got to look for the prosthetics. Yep. The hobbit feet. The hobbit feet. John McBaggins. <laughs> oh! He's right there. That's, oh, the blood pack. Oh, so yeah, that good. was really bad. I never really noticed it before, but <laughs> that's all right. We no, can forgive I, I, it. I, yeah. I thought it was great how it, how it just blows up like that. Yeah, but a handgun, or actually it was a machine gun, wasn't it? So yeah, maybe, but. Blew his kneecaps out. Yeah. Yeah, he's not going to play football again. I wonder if they can actually write the German out on this one because it's important to the plot. Nope. She been instead. What? How does he not know? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't translate? No, he does. He just like, what do you mean shoot the glass? Like, he's fucking barefoot. Shoot the fucking glass. No, I think he didn't understand him. I always interpreted it as he did not understand what he was saying in German for whatever reason, which always sat wrong with me. Uh... Yeah, why would he switch over to English? All right, here we go. Here we go. Let's see. It's. It, I think it's pretty quick. So I know. Um, it's gonna be hard to catch. I but think I it's wa- also when they pull the fucking when he pulls the uh, piece of glass out of his foot. I think no, that looked. Keep... That looked. That's those are real. Yeah, That's real. It's well to Mike's point. It's gonna be like super quick. So I don't think we actually see him run. You do. I don't know if you get a good shot of his feet though, but you do. We got the detonators. Back in business. Fucking super dramatic look. Mm hmm. A fucking male Charlie's Angels model, just like. Right here in LA. Yeah, fuck her too, by the way. Huh? Fuck her too, by the way. I'm sorry. Yep. Yeah, well, she's just doing her job. He's a dick for going act to the house and uh, interviewing the kids. No, yeah, but yeah. She could have left off the address in LA part. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, she's a great reporter or a reporter assistant or whatever, but she's fucking. <laughs> Like, awful human being. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, she should get a pay raise, but she should also go to hell. <laughs> Only John can drive somebody that crazy. <laughs> I've always liked that line. Yeah, I guess we missed it. it you do there see wasn't him. Anything. What? Yeah, it's possible we missed it. I don't know. You no, do see him run. There was nothing. Yeah, well. well. It's not here. It's not that. No, that's definitely his feet. Know, maybe, maybe whoever wrote that on the trivia was just full of shit. I don't know. Liar! Foot bleeding. 
Shouldn't both feet be bleeding? Well, that's how deep the cut is. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you're just hopping on one foot. <laughs> that's why I didn't get it across very well. Which, speaking of which, actually, Alan Rickman fucked up his knee, like, fucked up some cartilage when he banged his knee at one point. Yeah, I heard that. So, yeah, they had to add, like, all the extra scenes of him sitting. By the way, they asked a little shout-out to Philly right there. Yeah, he's like, I'd rather be in Philly. All things being equal, I'd rather be in Philly, yeah. Put me down for 20. I'm good for it. Die Hard one, he's in Camden, New Jersey. Yes, he is. Yeah, man. Briefly, but yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess his daughter goes to maybe, I guess, Rutgers. Rutgers. Yeah, she goes to Rutgers. She goes to Rutgers, New Brunswick, and then he's asked to pick up um, Justin Long's character from Rutgers, Camden. So he's in New Brunswick when he's talking to his daughter, I think, and then he drives down to Camden to grab him. Yeah. Yeah. Doubling down on Rutgers, I guess, huh? Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't see any hobbit feet. I think that guy's just full of shit. Yeah, probably. Fucking lying sack of shit. Rico, this part has to hit hard with you a little bit. <laughs> Why? When he's talking about how he shot the kid because he had a ray gun and looked real enough. Oh, well... <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, I'm. I wasn't being a jerk. Like I'm being serious. Um, like I, I never really made that connection. Um, but I don't know. I think it would have. I got lucky that I didn't get shot by the cops. But <laughs> yeah, you did. All right, I got to hear this story. It's on. It's on. Uh, fuck, which episode is it? It's on an episode. It's a long story, Mike. So I don't think that, we can. That, that doesn't help him. Uh, yeah. Fuck you. I'm trying to remember which one it is. <laughs> the the simple story is I my friend and I also named Michael. Oh, it's uh, on the one with a... Michael. It's call me Ish Michael. It's the one we did with Michael. That's where you tell the story. All right, there you go. Yeah. There, yeah. There's basically they were out hanging around with like BB guns shooting stuff and they looked real and someone thought they had a real gun because Rico was running around in like a wife beater and had the gun tucked into his waist and so they thought he was a oh, real it, it, it wasn't in my waist but I had a shaved head then and I was in considerably better shape so I looked like a fucking skinhead with a fucking gun and we were out in a sort of upper class hoity-toity part of East Bay and some woman walking her fucking poodles saw me. We were up in a we were up in a hill near Michael's apartment building complex. So it was sort of woodsy, hilly area. And this woman saw us. We had, and we 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 knew to not fucking wave these fucking things around. But so we went into the woods specifically to not you know get shot at or caught or anything. And a woman walking her dog saw me and thought I was a 45-year-old man with a gun, and I was 13. That was the description they gave, a 45-year-old man? A 45-year-old man with a gun, and she didn't see Michael, and Michael is considerably taller than me. By He's like six foot six. So when we, we were walking, we saw a cop car down the road, just sort of parked off to the side, and we... Kind of, I, I made the joke. I'm like, huh, maybe they're looking for us. And Michael's like, they might actually fucking be looking for us. We should get the fuck out of here. Because the woman saw us 
and her one of her poodles chased after me. And then I turned around, the poodle was gone, the woman was gone. And so we fucked around for another 10 minutes, saw the cop car, started making our way back. And the uh, there was a neighbor on his balcony in one of the apartment buildings, and he was See, really close to the edge of the hill. They even play a Christmas song right there. They play Ode to Joy when the, the, the vault opens. This is a fucking Christmas movie. Yeah, they I wouldn't really play throughout the whole movie. So anyway, yeah, go ahead. I, w- just, I, don't, I wouldn't just... consider Ode to Joy a Christmas Dude, it's song. played at Christmas more than any other time of year. But I would I wouldn't say that Beethoven said, Oh, this is gonna be my Christmas theme. Well, no shit. <laughs> and maybe he did. So it Christmas is... was celebrated back then. Anyway. So anyways, uh fucking this old guy saw us and he was an ex-cop and he said, hey, you kids, there's a bunch of cops looking for you. And we're like, no shit, how many? And it was something like outrageous, like 30 units or something. And we were like, or like, motherfucker. <laughs> so we asked the guy, what the fuck do we do? And he said, let me call it in and tell them I found you. You're just a couple of kids. So we wrapped up the shirts and, and uh, we all wrapped up the guns in a couple of shirts. And set them down, and we waited, and this guy called the the troops and said, don't shoot on sight. It's just a couple kids and, you know, toy guns. Cop, they sent, like, four of them, and they all had, like, shotguns and assault rifles and shit like that, and they were all in body armor and took our statements, and, yeah, it scared the shit out of us. How You said you were 13? I was 13, and I was so fucking bummed that I looked like a 45-year-old man to some poodle bitch. And I thought she, I thought she meant Michael was the forty-five-year-old because he's six foot six. I associate height with age, and he was behind a tree the whole time. He's like, "No, motherfucker, she didn't see me. She saw you. She thinks you're forty-five. And that was a real kick in the balls. Uh, okay, th- these feet look slightly enlarged. I, I'll I'll say that, but other than that, no, the Hobbit. That might have just been the angle too. I mean, you know. Yeah. So they, they took our statements, they gave us the guns back, which I thought was still kind of stupid, and they let us go. And I asked one of the cops uh, if if we didn't know they were looking for us, and they just saw us, what the, what would they have done? And the, uh, the cop said, without missing a beat, looked me in the eyes and says, I would have shot you right in the head. Jesus. Yeah. You, you also have to remember, this is like circa 2004. So this is only a couple years after 9-11. So everyone's really paranoid and overly kind of trigger-happy and everything. Remember Columbine, too, you know? Yeah. People shoot. Yeah. yeah. So They actually thought that you, you know, were 45 and you could have been going to your school to shoot it up for all they know. We were we were in the woods, and but like I said, the neighborhood is real kind of like Hoity-toity. upper class. Like, yeah. yeah, it's like everyone's like, oh my God, someone with a gun. It's like, I don't blame the woman. I just kind of blame her for like reacting as visceral as she did. But this you know. this has to be. I mean, to be Al Pal during this part and hearing him like the goodbye letter to his wife. Yeah, you know? he he thinks yeah. he's gonna die. That's his. John John McClane uh, confessions here. Yeah, I think I missed it, but I love when he said he's she's the best thing that ever happened to an asshole like me or something like that. Poor, poor schlep like me or something. Yeah, like something that. like that. Yeah. 
What are you doing on the roof, Hans? Double cross. Mm-hmm. We'll be on a beach earning 20%. <laughs> That's actually one of my favorite lines he delivers in the whole the whole uh, film. I don't know why. I think just, just the way he delivers it always kind of tickled me. Thornburg is such a dick here. He's just like such threatening immigration. Yep. And then he says comprende like a fucking asshole. Yep. Like, I've oh, never seen I've never seen him where he's been in a movie where he's not been a jerk off. Like seriously, I've only seen him in like three movies and all of them he's an asshole. Yeah. Seeing real genius, I think he's the uh the principal in, or the, not the principal, the dean or whatever in real genius. You ever seen that movie? I know mm-hmm. I haven't seen that one, so I can't Um He's pretty much the only star in it. But he's jerking that he plays a really good asshole, so Check it out. Some people are just good at playing assholes and they know it and they're fine with it, you know? So. Yeah, so see all the C4 didn't blow up. They threw it down. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, he only threw down the one brick. That shouldn't have been enough to, to take out that much. Carl likes shutting off uh, walkie-talkies. He's going to do it again here. Yeah. Wait for it. Let me take that. At least he's a little more gentle about it this time. He's like, (laughs) let me just grab it. And then he crushes it. Okay, never mind. (laughs) Kick his ass, McLean. Yeah. Kick his ass. Kick his ass. It's like one of the best fight scenes in movies. You know what another one is? I I, I think Rico's going to disagree with me because he's not a fan of the other actor, but Gary Busey and Mel Gibson in that first Lethal Weapon, that yeah. fight, is a real good one. I don't disagree. I, I mean, I think it's a great fight. It's just a little kind of redonkulous at that point. It, it, it's just a whole... The whole point is just to show and stroke Riggs's ego. Yeah. That's really the only point for that. It, it, for a cop to fucking, like, be surrounded by other cops. Like, motherfucker, let's just arrest this fuck. Like, he doesn't have a weapon. Yeah, I just well, thought it was more of, like, come on. We're just needing to show one more scene of how badass Riggs is. Great. When they wanted to get the tiger out of the cage, you know, and let him go buck wild and go berserk on him. They, they, they made three fucking sequels. Is that not enough? Like, Yeah, but that was the first one, though. Yeah, but, like, it literally showed him running on the fucking freeway faster than all the other LA traffic cars. Like, I mean, he's, these. we saw enough. Yeah. He literally fucking choked out the crunch dude with his fucking feet, you know, uh, Kendo. Right. Hondo. Damn. Oh, but he just goes fucking berserk on him here too. And he's just like, I'm gonna fucking eat you. He's like, I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna cook you. See the oh, difference between now I granted granted Riggs is supposed to be special forces, but the difference between him and McLean is McLean's not trying doing any fancy tricks. He's just doing what any guy would do, you know, like yeah, whatever just, he can just do. New York brawl, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
But, I mean, and to be fair, like I said, Riggs is supposed to be special forces, so he's going to have some of that training. So that's fine, but, you Well, know. so is Gary Busey's character, Josh. Right, right, right. No, no, no. I, just... I'm just talking about the protagonist, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah. Theo. Oh, it's and and it's it's Endo in Lethal Weapon for Al Leong because I feel like we've all been saying it's Endo. Yeah. Yeah. End of the line. I just thought he was high a lot. Ooh. He gets shot in the shoulder here, and he still mans up at the end. Like that's crazy. If you remember, I mean, Bruce Willis like goes, ah! like he lets out like a real like, uh, it sounds like genuine like. Motherfucker, you shot me! Yeah. Yeah. The the non Brandon Lee version of what happened, you know? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Bad form. <laughs> <laughs> Bad form. <laughs> uh. You better eat crow for that fucking. Oh. How's that? You just took the you took the title back, buddy. You can keep it. <laughs> <laughs> this is why if we're we going to do a commentary or an episode about the crow. We could just call it eating crow. We already had you right, right? What's a karate chop going to do, Carl? Come on, buddy. Yeah, right. Is it? Did he say I'm going to fucking cock you? Cook you. Oh, I, oh, I read it wrong. I was like, all right. No, that's for Die Hard, the porno version. Die Hard On? Yeah, Die Hard On. <laughs> Incidentally, it still stars Bruce Willis. He's just going. I think I just saw the prosthetic there, Rico. No joke. It looked like it. he actually had, like, tread on the bottom of his foot. Like, hey, like all right. sneaker you, tread. You may have seen it, yeah. But it was brief. If it if if it was there at all, it was brief. So, yeah. <laughs> Too young, part. asshole. It's like God, he's slick. I was a junior high dickhead. It's fucking great. Like the only good, the only two good cops in this film are McLean and Al Powell. Everyone else is just terrible. Yep. Yeah. Welcome out. Welcome to LA. <laughs> Panicked chattering. That's an interesting descriptor. See yeah, you, Al. Yeah, later, Al. Got, got crunched in the fucking in the, in the chest. Even had blood splatter on the camera. Yeah. yeah. That might have been on purpose, <clears throat> but they probably kept it. Yeah, going back to the 30th floor. God damn it. I just got to the roof. Now I gotta go back to the fucking thirtieth floor. Yeah, He's running around pretty good. He's not limping. Yeah, that's probably adrenaline, though. I would yeah. imagine adrenaline would cause that. And him, him shooting off the uh, the gun. It, w- it wasn't the smartest move. Well, no, it wasn't. No. Because then he's like, "What the hell are you guys doing? I'm on your side." Like, well, they don't fucking know that, dude. Well, yeah, true. I, I'm They're also that. stupid as shit. They're thinking like, oh yeah, I think one of the terrorists just took off his shirt. Mm-hmm. I think one of the terrorists looks like uh, Bruce Willis. 
Like, you know, the guy from Moonlighting. And then yeah. they all run past the hanging blonde guy. Yeah. See, maybe it would have been cool if they showed that, but then he wasn't there, and you're like, ah. Yeah, right. Well, no, because when they pull his ass out, he's, like, in the body bag. Yeah. Yeah. And then he comes to, and I'm like, wow, he's got a really strong fucking neck, and, like, he was just dangling there for at least 20 minutes. (laughs) He must have been a whiz at playing Hangman. And that guy has like a southern accent. The guy who just spoke. Yeah. The oh, the, the security guard. Oh. Yeah. Well, he's playing a Texan. Like he's he's his his cover as his terrorist cover. Because remember, they all have like American covers. He's from Texas. He doesn't so. have to use his cover while talking to Hans. I I guess he just I don't know. Just deep like, in character. Yeah. yeah. He's method. He's a, he's a He's a method terrorist, Mike. That's what he a is. Method He's... terrorist. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and Ellis was just a meth head. <laughs> no, he's a cokehead. There's a difference. I don't know, man. I don't think he was going to be that fucking picky and choosy. No, probably not. Yeah, and this there is you what... go. Those are the fake feet. Yeah, that's got to be fake. That left one looks think... fucking way bigger. I didn't get a good it's... look, honestly. So. This is All the right. most badass scene ever. The what? I said this is one of the most badass scenes ever. Where he when almost gets pulled out the window? He, yeah, when he when he has to shoot the window and oh, crash oh. through it. So fucking cool. <laughs> he looks so freaked. Mm-hmm. But I kind of like that because, like, he's not your typical action hero in it. Like, oh, I'm, I knew I was going to be okay. He's really like, oh, fuck, you know? Cause yeah, that was, the, that was the success of this film was they took an ordinary guy. And at know, the end of the day, he's just a cop. a cop. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah. he might be a detective, but he's still, like, you know, he's not used to this shit. He wasn't well, any, he, he doesn't have a military background that I'm aware of. And that was the appeal of, Bruce Willis, because Bruce Willis, he's got muscles, but he's not got a body like Stallone. Did you catch that? Fucking... He goes, he goes. we're going to need more FBI guys, and Al looks at him like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> no, I missed that part. Yeah, it's great. It's a great line. Like, because he, he snaps his head. He doesn't just look. Like, he looks like, what? What? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> just said clatter my uh cl- yeah, cla- yeah i saw it too clattering just said clack Engine oh mine starts. mine said clattering so what is going on, <laughs> what is going on? Yeah, he's got no bullets left in that, and he's got two in the handgun. Like, there's got to be like guns like scattered all over that fucking place. Like, well, yeah. On a time crunch, got two. And holiday tape. Like when you first saw that part, you're like, "What the fuck is he gonna do with tape?" You think sure. our you think our guy all gets fired for this? 
Hell no, he's a hero. Yeah, but oh, he the just, Argyle gives a shit. No, but I'm just saying, but he just trashed his company's limo. And Theo's the only one that doesn't die. The only terrorist that doesn't die. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Rare movie where the black guy doesn't fucking die in an action movie. <laughs> Which it would have been cool if they brought him back for... Uh... That could have been a cool sequel, like if he was one of the, the main guys in a future one, or, or at least working with Simon in the third one, you know? Exactly. Yeah. That would have been fucking cool. Yeah. I think Simon would have handled Theo's bullshit. He probably would have shot him pretty quickly. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah. Theo would be like... You, you know, you are just not as cool as your brother. He's like, oh, fuck you. It just shoots him in the fucking Simon says, eat shit and die. <laughs> that one terrorist kind of looks like Huey Lewis a little bit. Little well, bit. Does, little bit. You're right. Yeah. I agree. That guy, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's the Tower of Love. <laughs> want a new gun. I think that's, I think that's Dennis Hayden. Yeah, Dennis Hayden. That's sad. He's been in stuff up until as recently as two years ago. He's been in 50 things, and his known for says, die hard. That's it. I mean, yeah. Plus, how's Hans' plan going to work? He blew up the the, uh, the roof, but none of the uh, t- um, hostages were on there. So his plan is already foiled. Yeah, no, he's he's definitely improvising at this point. So yeah, All right, here we go. We got the fucking iconic line. Gary Cooper, asshole. Gary Cooper, asshole. Yeah, it's great. It's also weird to hear Alan Rickman say motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're not hearing it now, but like, yeah, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> well, he also, he separates it more. He's not motherfucker. It's motherfucker. Like, he, there's a pause. There's an audible pause there. He he actually kind of sounds like you say motherfucker. Yeah. Motherfucker. Yeah. God, that fucking toothy ass grin. His left hand. Was he shooting his left hand the whole time? I don't remember. Yeah. I love how all the other windows were almost impossible to break. That one was like, yeah, Hans just falls through. (laughs) All right. So you guys know the truth about this? Yeah. Go ahead. Rickman was actually dropped off a 21-foot, like, you know, height. And the the stuntman dropped him on the count of two when Rickon was expecting three. So the fucking look of sheer fucking shock right here, Mm -hmm. that is genuine. And apparently he was not happy when he landed. Yeah, I can't imagine he was. And apparently he would not do this until John McTiernan did it first. Oh, really? Yeah. That I didn't know. I knew knew the first part about the two on, you know, dropping him on two, but I didn't know the McTiernan part. Yeah, he's like, listen, if you're willing to fucking die for this movie, then I'll do it. Like, because think about what Alan Rickman's doing. He's like, this is my first fucking movie. You want me to jump off of what? <laughs> Although, in a weird kind of roundabout way, Rickman kind of got revenge where, like, he got 
he knocked Dumbledore off a fucking high ass tower. He's like, mm-hmm. now you know how it feels, asshole. Yeah. How do you like? Oh, it's always about you, isn't it? <laughs> Man, it's gonna be a messy Christmas morning in L.A. Yeah. Yeah, it looks the same. <laughs> Kidding me? This is this is just what 2020 looks like all day, every day. Yeah. See, now, the reporter gets punched in the face, but the FBI guy should have got something, too. Well, the FBI guys are dead. I mean, not the chief, I believe. What's his name? Uh, Chief. The the principal cast member? Yeah. Right. (laughs) I don't think he's anywhere nearby, though. That's the thing. But you're right, Mike. He should have got a... Yeah. Should have got something. I like how they just, like, yeah, we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, clearly, I know that's John, because who else is going to fucking come out here looking all bloody and, you know, pissed off? But Bruce is like, oh, that must be fucking, you know, Al. You probably smelled the Twinkies. <laughs> See, he's like fucking the wrappers, the like in his back pocket. God, we're so mean to him. I actually like him as an actor, though. I mean, he, he's, I do, a, I do too. He, he's a pretty much a one-trick pony, but he's still good at what he does. So I'll give him that, you know. I heard he had to get rid of like his. Uh, he had to go to rehab for his Twinkie addiction. He had to go through oh, step by step. Stop it. <laughs> Mainline Twinkies. Step by step, man. Here he is. All right, yeah, I guess he does get nearby. Property damage. It's like, dude, are you serious? He was about to get punched and Carl came back to life. Why would they they put him in the bag with his gun? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Like, of all the fucking things to like, here, let's just put, here, Leatherface, here's your chainsaw. Like, Same fucking mistake. They did that in like one of the Friday Thirteenth movies, where like Jason is like in a grave. He's dead. They accidentally reanimate him, but they fucking bring a machete. And they're like, "Here, fuck you." It's like, great. You just gave him a fucking weapon. You stupid <laughs> schmucks. This one's with me. Yeah, Al's not fucking around now. <laughs> Like easy there, Tiger. I'm all gun happy now. I need to shoot all the Germans. Where are they? Oh no. Give it to him. You gotta knock the fuck out, man. And she actually ends up he ends up suing her, if I recall, right? Yeah, he's got a fucking uh um what the fuck? A uh a, uh, where you can't be with the, yeah, yeah, you can't be near like a hundred feet of each other. A restraining order. Restraining and, order. I got which a is why, yeah, which is why he's like, you know, she's not allowed within five hundred feet from me on the plane. And like the the flight attendant's like, would you like more champagne, madam? Like, yeah, right. Fuck that guy. Thus concludes one of the greatest movies ever, Die Hard. Yep, credits are starting to roll. 
They're playing Let It Snow at the end. Christmas yes, they movie. Are. Christmas fucking movie. Number one non-Christmas Christmas movie. <laughs> Fuck Batman. Fuck him in his cowed ass. No. Well, the reason why it didn't win is because this is a Christmas movie. It's not a non-Christmas Christmas movie. It is a Christmas movie. Mm. So that's a that's a weak argument, there, buddy. Sorry. Fucking <laughs> <sighs> satisfied. You're just gonna be bitching about it forever. Yeah, basically. Yep. Every yep. Christmas, be like, hey, you remember when you know Die Hard was number two? Bullshit. <laughs> remember 17 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh man someone's gonna ask you like what's your worst christmas like oh when i had to fucking do this goddamn thing with potaskew yeah i had i had this stupid show i was on and these two guys gave me this really crap argument about batman hey, uh, i had my argument don't give me shit fucking yell at the uh, the tiebreaker here yeah who's that you i know <laughs> duh <laughs> Had to get Batman Returns. Oh, I man. just made a better argument. I'm sorry. Yeah, you didn't make a better argument on fucking Cinema Wars. Well, here we are a year later, and we watched Die Hard. Got nope. it out of the system. Yeah. Hairstylist to Bruce Willis. That did not last long. No. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> I think What's next the year. What's of Bruce Willis now? Wax? Next year, we should do Die Hard 2. Because it is also a Christmas film. I'll do that. I'm fine with we, that. We should do that. I haven't seen Die Hard 2 in... It's been a while, man. It's on here. It's on HBO Max. The first three are on HBO Max. Yeah, for now, but like in a year, who the fuck knows? Well, I own them anyway, but... That's true. Yeah, I'll get the DVD. Or the Laserdisc. The laser test. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's funny. Nice poll, Mike. Nice poll. Jesus. Yeah. Mary Jane's... <laughs> <laughs> Mary Jane Dubstep. That's her fucking new name. <laughs> Dubstep. That's wrong. I'm sorry, dude. That was a name that was like, if you say it enough times, you'll fucking get the devil. Well, look summer. at Pamela Lane right there. Assistance to Mc- John McTiernan. Allison Dorelli. I can at least pronounce that. Yeah. I, I know the Dago names. <laughs> of course you do. Yeah. I'm half Dago. Are yeah. you? Mm-hmm. All right. 50, uh, 50%. There you go. Your mom's side, I'm guessing. Exactly. What's the... Huh? Where, where where from? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you, you act like he... He doesn't embrace it like you do, Rico. We don't all embrace it I, like you do. I, most Italians embrace it. Most Italians could be like, oh, my family came from this fucking village and, you know, or Sarati Puglia and my grandmother got in an argument with a motherfucker from Bologna. Like, we we have our roots here. Honestly, Rico, anytime you get into this stuff, I, I immediately think of Sophia from the Golden Girls because you remind me of her. Oh, yeah. For sure. When the fuck was uh, Singing in the Rain in this movie? What was I it? Didn't, I, didn't, I don't know. I didn't even see. When they, when they had the music, it said Singing in the Rain. I'm like, when the fuck was that here? It was the first 
song, apparently. I don't remember Singing yeah. in the Rain. I guess. I don't think they put it on here in the order it plays, do they? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, then I guess it was. Is that how they do it? I didn't know that. I didn't know that either. You know what song yeah, I just bought? Um, I just bought What Up Danger from the end of the Spider-Man's uh, Spider-Verse. Uh-huh. I bought that. I love that song. Another interesting change, 20th Century Fox is no longer 20th Century Fox. Yeah, it's 20th Century Films now. Which... Or 20th Century Studios, right? 20th Century Studios? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that is Die Hard, everybody. I mean, thank you so much for, for hanging out with us. I know there are people that have actually requested this. Jess from Body Count was one of them, asked us to do this uh, episode. So that tied oh. in with the fact that it was the second place of the the debate last year. Uh, I think it was time we did it. No, no, and all, all jokes aside, it was a lot of fun. Mike, thank you for hanging out with us, man. That really meant a lot to both of us I, to, to, to do that with us. So. Hey, man, anytime I get to watch Die Hard again. It's a victory. Oh, it's nothing, nothing to do with us. It was just like, yeah. oh, Die Hard? <laughs> nothing to yeah. do with us. <laughs> you guys want to watch Die Hard with me. That's what it is. Oh, yeah. okay. So, <laughs> um, It'll be Batman Returns. You're like, nah, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, that's exactly what happened because we did invite him to the Batman Returns commentary, and he was like, "Nah, I'm busy." Um, yeah, I just watched it, so I was like, eh, "I'm good. I'm gonna watch it again." So, well, that was I last year. That was in January. Day. So, but anyway, um, thank you everybody for hanging out with us. We really had a lot of fun. Hope you enjoyed this. Uh, if you're listening to us on the day we released it, and you celebrate, Merry Christmas. And we'll see you on New Year's Eve. Rico. Ho, ho, ho. Hey, today a podcast is cute. We're going to be talking about nerdy things. <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons. Dragons and Dungeons. And ladies in the Dungeons. And the last Star Wars movies and dragons. And we're going to also talk about nerdy things. Nerdier things. Like Princess Leia. Who am I? Naomi is the new hit series that's got all the buzz. You have power I have never felt before. Critics are calling it unbelievably charming. Captivating. A delight to watch. Casey Walpole couldn't be more perfect as Naomi. You ready? The question is, are you ready? Get ready to see why. I don't know what is happening to me. Are you a superhero? Superheroes aren't real. What if they are? Naomi, all new tonight on The CW. Tonight at 9, only on DCW 50, Washington CW.